so many false assertions, so much blasphemy about who God is, but so little time to discuss it. I mean, there's just so many things he said. Religion is a crutch to make feel better. Well, is his spirituality a crutch to make him feel better as a person? All these things can be disinverted right right back on them. And us versus them, obviously, the save versus unsaved mentality, he, he has a completely negative view of who Christians are. It is us, like him, like people like us who are enlightened versus them, those Christians who think they're holier than thou. Um, but the but the last part is, I think, is is the interesting part where he he talks about how can you believe in a God who wants to condemn most of the the world to hell? He thinks there's 144,000 only going to heaven. Of course, that's a mis complete misinterpretation of Revelation. That has to do with Jewish people who are saved in the end times. That's not believers over all of eternity. It's going to be a lot more than 144,000. So anyway, he says, how can you believe in a God who wants to condemn most people to hell? And, and this, is, this is one of the hard truths of Scripture. But the Bible is clear. God does not want to condemn people to hell. It says clearly in 1 Timothy chapter 2, God desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and there is one mediator also between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Here's that binary system that he rebels against, that he hates, that there's one way to God and it's through Jesus Christ. But the good news is there is there actually is one way. God didn't have to make any way. He would have been completely just to give us what we all deserve in sentencing us all to hell for rebelling against him. But God is gracious. He is good. He is compassionate. He is patient. And that he's offered a way. And the way he offered actually was through sending his own son to pay the penalty and take the death penalty for the sin, for the death penalty that we deserve to pay, and take our sin on him and in turn give, give us his righteousness for those who would repent and believe. That's the gospel. That's a good God who is willing to save and send his own son to pay for sins that he didn't commit. That's a good God. And that's what I would recommend to Aaron Rodgers or anyone listening today who thinks like him, that God is this judgmental, uh, he just wants to send people to hell. No, that's wrong. That's not what Scripture teaches. Romans 2, 4 says, Do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and his tolerance and God's patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? After we sinned once against God, it would be like it's rebelling against the king of the universe. He'd be completely just to kill us at that moment and send us to hell. But it goes on in verse 5, Because of your stubbornness and unrepentant heart, you are storing up for yourselves wrath and the day of wrath and revelation at the righteous judgment of God, who will render each person according to his deeds, to those who by perseverance and doing good seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. Those are those who come to saving faith and the good works of their life or give evidence of that belief. But to those who are selfishly ambitious and do not obey the truth, but obey righteousness, wrath, and indignation. It is binary. Aaron Rodgers is right about that. What Jesus said in John 3.33, whether it was Jesus or the Apostle John, he who believes in the Son has life. He who does not believe in the Son does not have life, but the wrath of God abides on him. It is binary. Admittedly so. But God is gracious to give us one way that we can be forgiven and made right and live in eternity with him. 